Welcome to Salt and Light with Pastor Rodney Finch. Salt and Light is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cary. Jesus, speak to me. Open your word and reveal your heart to me. Salt and Light is a series of verse-by-verse studies through the Bible, focusing on its practical application to our everyday lives. Salt and Light is recorded live at Calvary Chapel, Cary, in Apex, North Carolina. Stay tuned. At the end of the program, we will give you information on how to contact us, so be sure to have a pen and paper ready. Today, Pastor Rodney will be teaching from the book of Exodus, chapter 26. So grab your Bibles and follow along. Now with today's teaching, here's Pastor Rodney. There's a spiritual battle going on in the spirit realm. So notice now these curtains in verse 5. Let me draw your attention to verse 5. We have uh, 20 more verses to go. These curtains, are you looking at verse 5? Say amen if you're looking at it. These curtains were sewn in two sections. And they were joined together by 50 gold hoops or rings to make a complete covering. Now listen, 50 in the Bible, if you're a note taker, you write this down. 50 in the Bible is the number of salvation. Salvation. Every 50 years in Israel, they celebrated the year of Jubilee and the people were saved from their debt. All debt was canceled and all property that was lost was given back every 50 years. Very interesting. The Ark of Noah was made of gopher wood, 50 cubics in width. The Ark was a boat of salvation. So 50 is the number of salvation as you track it through scripture. Notice in verse 6, we've got to read verse 6 again. And you shall make 50 clasps of gold, couple the curtains together with clasps, so that it may be one tabernacle did you notice the method of joining the curtains together and the many different quote-unquote if you will the many different diverse colors did you notice that notice that you know what i see so that they so that it may be one tabernacle what i see is god is already teaching us that there's unity in diversity There's unity in diversity. Take all of these colors and join them together. Romans chapter 12, verse 5 says, And we, being many, are one body in Christ and individuals one of another. We are connected in the spirit. Somebody say amen. Notice in verse 7, I got to move forward. Look at verse 7. And you shall also make curtains. Now notice that was the first layer, the linen curtain. Here we have the second layer of goat's hair. And you shall also make curtains of goat's hair to be a tent over the tabernacle. You shall make 11 curtains. Notice that. And the length of each curtain shall be 30 cubics and the width of each curtain, four cubics. And the 11 curtains shall all have the same measurements. And you shall couple five curtains by themselves and six curtains by themselves. And you shall double over the sixth curtain at the front of the tent folded over. And you shall make 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in one set. And 50 loops on the edge of the curtain of the second set. And you shall make 50 bronze clasps. 
put the clasp into the loops and couple the tent together that it may be one. The remnant that remains of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remains shall hang over the back of the tabernacle and a cubic of one side and a cubic of the other side of what remains of the length of the curtains of the tent shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle on this side and on that side to cover it. And you shall also make a covering of ram skins dyed red. That's actually the third covering dyed red for the tent and a covering of badger skins above that. Stop right there, saints. Give me your attention. The second layer of curtains of the tabernacle. Notice over the first covering, you have this, the covering of linen. You have the second layer of goat's hair, which you wouldn't see. From the inside, because if you're inside the tabernacle, you only see the first layer. If you understand that, say amen. You will not see the second layer. The goat's hair is black. It's coarse. It's like a coarse cloth, like burlap. Notice that there are 11 curtains. We just read it instead of 10 this time. A set of five and a set of six. Verse seven. The set of five and six were joined together with loops of notice, not gold class, but what what class bronze? You got that verse 11. Note the linen covering use gold class and now they're to use bronze clasp. So when you do the math, you want to note the curtain is now 66 feet long and 45 feet wide. Remember, the inner curtain is 60 feet long and 42 feet wide. So we learn, listen, the second layer hangs over about three feet. So this layer completely covered the fine linen on the inside. Now you want to get the measurements of the tabernacle here. The tabernacle itself, listen, was 45 feet long and 15 feet wide. So what we have here is the inner covering is 60 feet by 42 feet and it lays over the whole wooden frame of boards and the clasp are made of gold. And then on top of that is another covering that is made of goat's hair and it's not very nice looking at all. And the clasp are made of bronze or brass. So you can't see the first covering from the outside. Here is the picture of Jesus. Listen, Overlaid over his deity, over his beauty, is humanity. As people looked at Jesus, he wasn't beautiful. He wasn't glowing. Handel's Messiah music didn't follow him as he moved. A bright light didn't, like in the movies, a bright light is always on Jesus. That's not true. You wouldn't know Jesus from anybody. If Jesus was sitting in any, he is here in the spirit. But if he was here in the flesh, you wouldn't be able to pick him out in this audience. As a matter of fact, it was John the Baptist who said, I would not have known him except God said, the one you see the spirit descending on is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. John the Baptist wouldn't have known Jesus, but he wasn't able to be picked out in a crowd. That's why when they came in the garden to get him, they had to identify him with a kiss. 
because you wouldn't have known him. He came as an ordinary man so that he would be approachable by everyone. And here we see in this goat's hair, nothing beautiful about that. Nothing nice about it, nothing outstanding about it. And we learn we have a picture of Jesus. Not only that, but listen, the goat was the animal used in the sin offering. Remember, I told you that when we study the mercy seat on the day of atonement, the high priest went beyond the veil to sprinkle the blood. Remember, I told you that. And he would use two goats. Remember, one was for the sacrifice and one he would lay his hands on and pronounce the sins of the people And then it would be led out into the wilderness. And as that goat who the high priest came from out of the Holy of Holies and and he would lay his hand on the on the goat's head and pronounce the sin of the people. He would send that goat running off in the wilderness. And as the goat was running off in the wilderness, carrying the sins of the people, the people would go boo, boo, boo. I would have loved to be there for that one. Boo, boo. (laughs) It's this crescendo of boo. And then the priest would then come and stand before the people and he would wave his hands like this. And he would say to the people, bear and be gone, bear and be gone. And the people would understand that as their sins were forgiven and that their sins were gone. And they would say, yay, yay, yay. And I would have loved to be there for that as well. So Jesus, listen, here's the point. Jesus is that goat. Jesus, the Bible teaches, is a scapegoat who carried our sins away when he died. And so the goat skin is a picture of Jesus who bore our sins. And then we just read it in verse 14. You have that third covering or the third outer layer of the tabernacle. And did you notice in verse 14? Go ahead and look at it again. It is to be made of ram skins dyed red or badger skins. Now, listen, nobody knows exactly what badger skins are. You can go do your homework for a week and nobody really knows what badger skins are. Some people say they are porpoise skins. Some people say that they are sea cows or even seal skins. But we really don't know. But what we do know is that this third covering was durable and it was water resistant. Isn't that cool? You know, God thinks of everything, doesn't he? That might have been something that slipped by me. I might have said, oh, make this, make that, make this first rain. <laughs> It'd be like, okay, Moses, back up here. We gotta, you know, we gotta come up with another plan. I forgot it might rain. God thinks of everything. It was water resistant and it was durable. And they dyed it red, and red again is the color of suffering. Look at verse 15. And for the tabernacle, verse 15, you're looking at it, say amen. And for the tabernacle, you shall make the boards of acacia wood standing upright. Ten cubits shall be the length of the board. And a cubic and a half shall be the width of each board. Two tenons shall be in each board for binding one to another. Thus you shall make for all the boards of the tabernacle. And you shall make the boards for the tabernacle, 20 boards for the south side. You shall make 40, underline this, sockets of silver under the 20 boards. Two sockets under each of the boards for its own tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle, the north side, there shall be 20 boards. 
and there are 40 sockets of silver, two sockets under each of the boards. For the far side of the tabernacle, westward, you shall make six boards, and you shall also make two boards for the two back corners of the tabernacle, and they shall be coupled together at the bottom, and they shall be coupled together at the top by one ring. Thus it shall be for both of them, and they shall be for the two corners. So there shall be eight boards with their sockets of silver, 16 sockets, two sockets, each under each of the boards. Stop right there. Give me your attention. Now, what we have here, ladies and gentlemen, listen, are the boards on the side of the tabernacle. And the boards, if you're taking notes, you can write this down, are 15 feet high and 27 and a half inches wide. You want to notice it doesn't tell us, if you will, of how thick it is. But most scholars believe at least an inch or an inch and a half thick. The north and the south side of the tabernacle had 20 boards each. We just read that. The back or westward had six boards with two boards on the corner, which total eight boards across the back. And each of the 20 boards were to have 40 sockets of silver. Now, silver, I just told you what it is a type of. What is silver a type of? Redemption. Very good. Listen, silver is always a type of redemption. It was always, remember, a shekel of silver that was the payment for redemption. It was a shekel of silver that was the temple tax. Don't you remember Jesus was betrayed for 30 shekels of silver? So silver speaks of redemption. So what we have here, listen, is 20 boards on the north side and 20 boards on the south side, totaling 40 boards, and they go together overlaid with pure gold, and they are standing in sockets of silver that's holding them together. And then there are six boards with two corner boards to total eight boards on the west side. And each board was coupled together by tabs or tenons with rings and bars that went through. And each board had four rings and bars that went through. The corner boards had eight rings, four on two sides for the corners. There's rings and poles that are slipped through to give it stability. And each board rested on two sockets of silver, and each socket made was made with one talent of silver on the back on the west side. Now, I know that you will all remember all of that. That's what we just read. Now, I want you to take note. This tabernacle, listen, or this tent was unlike any other tent. Most tents, campers, Are you listening? Most tents are staked in the ground. This tent stood above ground in sockets of silver. The wood boards are made of acacia wood. And I told you that acacia wood speaks of what? Humanity. What we have here, listen, I believe I see is a picture of humanity being held up by redemption. Do you realize, listen, we stand before the Lord, and perhaps I can get an amen. After I say what I'm saying. (laughs) But you're nice, obedient children. But not now. 
Do you realize, okay, here it is. We stand before the Lord in sockets of redemption. (laughs) We stand before God as redeemed people. Okay, maybe you say amen now. Okay. And it's in these sockets of redemption or in this redemption thing that we have security. And if we don't stand in those sockets of redemption, if you will, we are falling boards. Here, listen, bear with me. I see a picture of our salvation and our redemption here. The acacia boards were in the desert But did you note this? They are above ground. They're standing in sockets. The wood was held up above the ground or, if you will, above the world by silver. Listen, when we give our lives to Christ, isn't this true? When we give our lives to Christ, he has brought us out of the slave market of sin and he has redeemed us. And now as redeemed people, we are living in the world. Wave at me. Okay, good. Hey, how y'all doing? (laughs) We're redeemed people. We're living in the world. Jesus said you are in the world, but not of the world. It was 1 John chapter 2, verse around 15 to 17. He said, John said, love not the world, neither the things in the world. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the love of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but it's of the world. So we are in the world and just like the acacia boards were still in the desert, but they were above ground, if you will. So we as Christians are really above this world. Ephesians chapter two, verse six says, and he hath raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places. Although we're in the world, we're not of the world. So after all of this, saints, listen. After all of this, you would stand the boards up and then you would get the tabernacle up. What we have in the tabernacle, 40 feet, 45 feet long, pardon me, 15 feet high, 15 feet wide, all pure gold. And the first thing you would do after you stand the boards up in the sockets of silver and all the things that we've talked about. Once you get the tabernacle stood up, the first thing you would lay over top of it is the inner curtain. That was 42 feet long, six feet wide of linen held together with woven loops and golden clasps. And the colors again, white, blue, purple, scarlet with cherubim woven over it. The next thing you would lay over top is the second layer of goat's hair. And this is woven into a heavy, dark burlap cloth that hides the beauty of the heavenly scene, if you will. And then over top of that, are you listening? The third layer is badger skins dyed red, even hiding more of this heavenly scene. Now look at verse 26 and we wrap it up in verse 30. And you shall make boards of acacia wood. Five for the boards on one side of the tabernacle, five bars for the boards on the other side of the tabernacle and five bars for the board of the side of the tabernacle for the far side westward. The middle bar shall pass through the midst of the boards from end to end and you shall overlay the boards with what saints gold and make their rings of what gold 
as holders for the bars and overlay the bars with what gold and you shall raise up the tabernacle according to its pattern, which you were shown on the mountain. Listen, give me your attention as we wrap it up. There are five boards on one side of the tabernacle and five boards on the other side of the tabernacle. The boards are overlaid with pure gold in verse 29. Now get this in your mind's eye. The priest, listen, they walk into the tabernacle and the very first thing that he sees is a golden lampstand, which is lit. It's all gold. That's why they call it the golden lampstand. Say amen. When that deep, it's just deep. So he sees his golden, it's, it's lit, and it's beautiful. And scholars say it had to be at least five feet high because it had to illuminate the table of showbread, which is the other thing that he would see in the tabernacle on the other side of the room. The table of showbread and, and, and the bread that's on top, the 12 loaves of bread that's there, and that golden lampstand and that table of showbread is also overlaid with gold. And then the walls are overlaid with gold. You see, that's why there's no need for natural light in there. By the way, there is no natural light. Ladies, I know you're in the natural light. Got to have some natural light for the painting and for all of the things in the house. There's no natural light in this place. And they don't need any natural light. Because you got the gold lampstand. And the fires, they couldn't go out, so they're all lit, seven of them. The table is made of overlaid with gold. The walls, did you get that, are overlaid with gold. And then he walks into the Holy of Holies. A priest is making his way into the holy place, into the most holy place. He walks into the most holy place, and there he sees the Ark of the Covenant that is made of acacia wood and is overlaid with gold. And then he sees the mercy seat which is pure gold. And that thing was probably about 700 pounds. Remember I said somebody do the math when I taught that whole thing. I told somebody to do the math right after some of y'all smart people. And they came up and they said, oh, it's probably about $7.8 million. One guy came up and said, oh, probably about $8 million. Okay, fine. The lid itself, are y'all listening? The lid itself, $8 million in today's currency. The mercy seat, it's pure gold. The walls behind it are, you guessed it, pure gold. And then you think it's bright, I need sunglasses. You think it's bright, not quite bright enough, because then the Shekinah glory of God shows up in the house. And guess what? It's even brighter still. I say all that to say this here. It's an amazing thing to walk into the tabernacle. I try to give you a mind's eye picture best I can. Frail is whatever, but a, some picture in your mind of what the priest would see when he walks into the temple. And it's amazing. And it's beautiful. And it's glorious. It's full of color and angels all around. And, and, and gold 
and the table. And then in front of the, the curtain, we haven't talked about that. The veil of the temple, we'll talk about that next week. We haven't touched on that yet. And the veil of the temple is purple and it's got angels all on it. And in front of it is an altar of incense. And incense speaks of the prayers of the saints. And we'll talk about that. We haven't touched on that yet. I am telling you that our God is an amazing God. No one designs like our God. I'll wait. That's all right. Isn't that the truth? It's amazing. it's, It's amazing. And then we'll come back next week. And we'll talk about that veil of the temple and how the veil of the temple, I want to tell you now, I'm out of time. But the veil of the temple is amazing. Bring somebody next week. You don't want to miss it. We'll continue with Jesus and the tabernacle. You have been listening to Salt and Light, a radio outreach ministry of Pastor Rodney Finch and Calvary Chapel Cary located in Apex, North Carolina. Join Pastor Rodney Monday through Friday at this same time. For information regarding service times, you can contact us at 1-800-293-0923. That's 1-800-293-0923. You may listen to today's broadcast in its entirety by visiting the Media Library on our website at cccarry.org. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Salt and Light and pray that you have been blessed. Until next time, may you be salt and light.